This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the July 6, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. The White House is sidestepping questions about how many grandchildren Biden has. The president seems not to want to acknowledge the seventh illegitimate grandchild. Two quick thoughts. I don't think there are illegitimate children, only illegitimate parents. Second, given the background of son Hunter, if six is not an acceptable number, then shouldn't they say don't know? There has to be another couple out there that maybe Hunter doesn't even know about. Cocaine was found at the White House. Hmm, I wonder who brought that in. A Philadelphia man was arrested for shooting and killing five people on Monday. Allegedly, he told police that he did it to help clean up the neighborhood. Let's start by saying he is likely or definitely mentally ill. Will the shooting be a major and continuing story that the media covers to support one of their narratives? I doubt it. The man is black. I've heard at one point he was a member of Black Lives Matter, and he might be trans. Pretty sure this one will be classified as a mental issue and dropped from our collective consciousness. Tough to claim white supremacy on this one, but global warming is always an option. Facebook via Instagram is launching threads, which some say is a clone of Twitter. Zuckerberg is going after Twitter. Seems fair. I think Musk is developing something to go after Facebook. I love it when billionaires bitch slap each other. Reports are out that Xi warned Putin not to use nukes. Good for Xi. Moving on. DeSantis has a video ad out that in my view is ill-advised. Bad. My sense is he feels he has to draw a stark contrast with Trump and does so with LGBTQ issues. And I think the ad goes too far. The first half of the video is excerpts of comments by Trump talking about how LGBTQ friendly he is, including bathroom selection and allowing a trans person in a future Miss America contest. And it appears in the ad that the media likes him. Kind of funny. The second part is dark, with deep music and a bunch of clips of the left-wing media attacking DeSantis for his LGBTQ positions. DeSantis does not say that he supports the positions as characterized by the left-wing media, but he airs them in his ad. To show a contrast with Trump, I'm sure. DeSantis has to contrast with Trump, and for six years I've argued Trump is not a conservative. Rather, he wanted to be president and calculated where he had the best chance and then created some of his positions, though a few I think he had for years, like taking on China, which is not necessarily a conservative opinion. I say all that to point out that it is fair for DeSantis to make the claim that he is more conservative than Trump, but this ad left DeSantis open for abuse. Like what spewed from MSNBC. They have an article headline, Ron DeSantis boosts the video that all but calls for eliminating trans people. Nope, the ad did not do that. Listen to it, link below. Not defending the ad, but it does not call for the elimination of trans people and don't dwell on the all but part of the title. I am conflicted about the huge news that came out yesterday. I put huge in air quotes, though you can't see me do it. I say huge because it is huge, though those that need to hear this message will likely gloss over it. I don't see mention of this huge news on the front page of CNN, but MSNBC does have this headline. A Trump-appointed judge makes stunning decision with major free speech implications. Way to have a provocative headline without saying shit. And way to bring back the naming of who appointed judges. 
The sub subheadline of the article, maybe opinion, by Steve Bennon is, quote, Trump-appointed judges have issued odd edicts before, but a 4th of July injunction about government interactions with social media firms was uniquely ridiculous, end quote. The article takes issue with this particular judge for past rulings on vaccine requirements for healthcare workers and overturning a ban on oil and gas drilling leases. Might have been interesting if Mr. Bennon had indicated how those cases turned out. Seems like the nationwide ban uh, relative to vaccines for healthcare workers was reduced to the judge's district. But other judges put in injunctions as well, and the results in the appeals court may have been a mixed bag. Illinois seems to have paid unvaccinated workers a lot of money in a settlement. Enough on that. Mr. Bennon also points out that communications to limit speech occurred under the Trump and Obama administrations. I also linked to an article on this subject by Jonathan Turley and one in the Wall Street Journal by Jacob Gershman. Turley's opening is good, so let's quote it, because I've purposely not said much on what the issue is, for dramatic effect. Quoting Turley, below... Quote, below is my column in the messenger on the recent opinion finding that the Biden administration is violating the First Amendment through a massive censorship operation. In response, many politicians and pundits are simply repeating the definition as its de defense. We are banning views because they need to be banned. Every authoritarian government in history has justified censoring citizens because their views are harmful or false, end quote. In this nugget, quote, According to Judge Dowdy, the government used layers of coordination and consult consultation to assume a role similar to an Orwellian ministry of truth. The court found that the censorship alleged in this case almost exclusively targeted conservative speech, end quote. And another nugget, quote, the Trump administration had some back-channel communications with social media companies, but that was radically expanded under President Biden, end quote. Using the Wall Street Journal article, Mr. Gershman says, quote, in a 155-page ruling issued Tuesday, U.S. District Judge Terry Dowdy of Louisiana barred White House officials and multiple federal agencies from contacting social media companies with the purpose of suppressing political views and other speech normally protected from government censorship, end quote. I don't think the injunction is the key to this issue. It will likely be overturned. I think the huge part of this is that a lot of information is now on the record. And I'm sure I feel this is huge because I feel vindicated. Clearly, there was a lot of de facto censorship that our batters denied. In some cases, they likely felt they were doing what was best for us, and they know best with their sociology education. Hey, and sometimes their positions were right. And they likely will cherry-pick those positions where they were right and ignore the ones about the government's efforts to protect the Bidens on the laptop story and other stories where they were wrong. I'm anti-censorship, period. I might tell you to shut up, but I won't make you. And I won't use the power of government to do it for me. That shouldn't be a good position. That should be the only position. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you do not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.